Medical information obtained from our website or on the live show is not intended to be a substitute for professional care. If you have, or you suspect you might, have an illness or other medical condition, you should consult a health care provider. The opinions expressed on this radio program are not necessarily those of the sports doctor, this radio show, or their sponsors. Hey, everybody. Welcome live from Chicago. It's the Sports Doctor. I'm Dr. Bob Weil, sports podiatrist, all things sports medicine, fitness, and wellness, brought to you by Global Schoolwear, school uniforms by Tommy Hilfiger, Lower Extremity Review Magazine, and MVP Parent Magazines. Quick shout-out to uh, my station over in England, uh, UK Health Radio Health Awards 2022 are back and they're open for voting, but only till May 29th. Please vote for your favorite health product, brand, or person. Go to UKHealthRadio.com. Click on the awards banner. Go to the homepage. They carry my show a few times a week, the week following live here. We've got a great doubleheader today. Great doubleheader today. Dr. Larry Rubin, one of podiatry's real champions. He's a podiatric physician, professor, Gosh, he was my professor back at uh, Illinois College of Podiatric Medicine. He is the director of the Lower Extremity Amputation Prevention, the teams that are fighting diabetes. He's joining me along with Sergio Rojas, executive functional health and life coach, speaker and educator, Dr. Larry Rubin. Welcome to the Sports Doctor. Dr. Bob, thank you for the invitation. Happy to be here. Great to have you. Again, Dr. Rubin was a professor at the Illinois College of Podiatric Medicine, when I was a student, he was the first uh, real champions that I met the whole world of, of podiatry. Everybody knows I'm a sports doctor how much we talk about the scourge of diabetes. We talk so much about childhood obesity and obesity. Give us some background, uh, Dr. Larry, on you and this LEAP uh, group. Well, sure, but first I have to really say that without a doubt, you were one of my best students. And, uh, you know, that, that has to go on record. So that having been said, it has been a long time. I graduated from the Illinois, actually, to give you a little bit of a bio on this, uh, which I appreciate, uh, I wanted very much to be a foot doctor. And in the 1954, being a foot doctor meant becoming a chiropodist. And so I matriculated in 1954 into the Illinois College of Chiropody and Foot Surgery. And uh, actually, uh, it was uh, during that, and then I graduated in 1958. Now, I received a degree in chiropody, so I happen to tell you, I'm one of probably what you would call the great-grandfathers of chiropody, because uh, really, there are not too many of us around here right now. What happened was, though, uh, in 1958, I graduated, received my diploma as a chiropodist, had it hanging on the wall, and then the name changed uh, from chiropody to podiatry. Uh, all this simply meaning that uh, I've had the pleasure and really the honor to be a podiatrist for a long, long time. And uh, I, I decided I would retire some years back, uh, but retirement was so boring. And I had moved out to Sin City here, where there's lots to do, but uh, it, still retirement was boring. And I said, what, you know, what, what needs to be done? It's time to try to give back a little bit. I think we all tried to do that at one point uh, of our lives. It's nice to give back. And the one thing that really was always outstanding in my mind, and every podiatrist's mind, Dr. Bob, in your mind, uh, there are so many amputations that are needless that don't have to happen, that are preventable, and yet they're happening. And yet, right now as I'm talking to you in the hospital somewhere here, probably within walking distance, somebody's having a leg chopped off. And I hate to say it so grotesquely, but that's what it is. And that probably could have prevented, be prevented. By what? So nothing, you know, no magical cure. Uh, we're not talking about anything like that. We're talking about very, something very simple. You as a podiatrist know that. Others, it's good for them to know, too, 
that a podiatrist can look at a foot, examine it, and within five minutes or less, do a little testing of the nerves and the, and the vascular supply, and know right then and there what the odds are. In other words, that this, uh, to actually assess uh, the risk of that diabetic patient as to whether they're going to be at high risk of having an amputation or not. And so that's done so easily. Uh, you can do it, podiatrists can do this with his fingers touching pulses, and even the tips of his fingers lightly touching the feet in different areas to check the nerve supply. But, of course, we're more sophisticated. We use what we call Sems-Weinstein monofilaments in order to check the... the uh, well, you know, Dr. The, uh, Lowry, today, uh, again, you know, the vast, vast, vast majority of leg amputations, of course, are on diabetics, where there's a disruption of circulation, uh, there's the uh, non-healing of some of these areas. And, again, with the foot being the furthest area from the heart, we walk on our feet. Many times we would see somebody would maybe come in with numbness. They might come in with a loss of sensation. They might have a history in their family. Obesity has exploded in our country, as has uh, the, the very fact of, of diabetics, uh, where it might be either the type 1 or 2. There are many, many athletes that deal with diabetes. There aren't many families who don't have some way, shape, or form to, to pay attention. Uh, so even though, again, sports medicine is at the high end of activity in so many different areas, uh, we then have to absolutely uh, pay big attention to you know, what you mentioned, which is the commonality of preventable, preventable leg amputations. Everybody listening to the sports doctor, I'm Dr. Bob Wild, sports podiatrist. Go to my website sportsdoctorradio.com. If you go over to radio shows, you can go back years. International guests, national guests, local guests, all areas of sports medicine, uh, fitness, and wellness. If you go over to newspaper articles and magazines, you can read an array of articles on so many different topics. My hottest one is still women in high heels, accepting the challenge. Uh, we have thousands and thousands of followers on LinkedIn and Twitter, I can't tell you how many guests I get from those platforms, at Sports Doc, D-O-C Radio. We're talking with uh, podiatric uh, physician, uh, Dr. Larry Rubin, uh, and the idea of a team approach, Dr. Larry, where there are vascular surgeons, uh, primary care doctors, podiatrists, many others, um, putting together these teams is, is something that uh, LEAP is all about, isn't it? That's right. It's uh, exactly correct. Uh, we're all about, number one, uh, from a population health point of view, fostering free screenings in every community. We, are, uh, we, we actually are uh, tied up with, in a very nice collaborative way, with Lions Club International, 1.4 million members of Lions throughout the world. They're also... Uh, very interested in, in working with us and do in learning how to help podiatrists provide free screening. So, yeah, most of what we do in the LEAP Alliance is, is that of preventing uh, the first diabetic wound and because they lead to amputation. And, and of course, what you pointed out is so valid. We've got about 37.3 million diabetics in our nation. And the and we all know there's pre-diabetes, which is of course mostly the obesity related. So there's no question in the world uh, that physical activity, and especially physical activity of an organized manner, which you could call sports in many instances, physical activity helps to reduce the the problem of obesity. And by reducing the problem of obesity, we're going to reduce the problem Huge. of Huge. We had a, you know, Dr. Larry, we had to rename diabetes because doctors woke up one day and saw, holy cow, all these teenagers, all these young diabetics. It used to Type be two. adult, used to be adult onset diabetes, which we had to, we had to change it. And again, this, this is all very, very involved with the kind of situation that could lead to trouble where a patient walks in with a nail in his foot and he doesn't know it's there because he can't feel anything. What's the website, 
um, Dr. Larry Rubin, people can go to to find all about uh, the organization. The website's under construction, but accepted please for that. So uh, it is www.leapalliance, L-E-A-P-A-L-L-I-N-C-E, dot O-R-G, leapalliance.org. So uh, that, that, is, that, that is what we do, and uh, I appreciate you asking us about it. Who are some of the members, um, uh, Dr. Larry? Of course, I'm calling you Dr. Larry because I'm Dr. Bob. <laughs> so who are some of the specialties that um, you have found essential to include in the teams, again, that include podiatry with the screenings? and stuff. Who are some of the others uh, that are important? this uh, team approach? Well, let me tell you about our team approach. I'll try to do it very briefly. I know time is very valuable. So what we do is we work a lot with nurse specialists we train to be preventive foot health care coordinators. And we target a community. Right now we're targeting a community. happens to be in Georgia, Marietta, Georgia. That, that is, we're targeting that community because we have an interested podiatrist in supporting the program. So that podiatrist is going to work with a preventive health care nurse. And she is going to work as the coordinator in order to build a team. Now, the team is a team at least of three. Number one, we start with a podiatrist most often. And the podiatrist then we team up with a primary care physician. Because there's no question in the world that the two main problems we deal with are neuropathy and arterial disease. And you really have to, as a podiatrist, work with a primary care physician to have total, total uh, care for that patient. Neither one is, uh, will prevent amputations alone. So the coordinator helps to, uh, us to uh, work with the doctor to get a primary care physician and the nurse uh, coordinator. First thing we do is to arrange for community-free foot screenings because we can work with health departments, etc. We do absolutely free. We are a nonprofit organization. We're 501c3. We're recognized as tax-exempt and a charity. So what we do is we provide free foot screenings, and we work with health departments, etc. In the free foot screenings, we find lots of problems, people that need care. They don't know where to go, where can they get the best care. We work with a podiatrist in that particular town, now Marietta, Georgia, they follow strict lines of, of, uh, of appropriate care, strict guidelines, Medicare, other uh, quality assurance guidelines. And uh, by uh, doing that, by doing the free screenings, identifying people that need care, then helping them find a doctor uh, that's going to treat them, uh, that's what we do. And our doctors are great. Because you know, it's a great, you know, again, in, in, in podiatry, Dr. Larry, we could be uh, identifying whether it's nail problems, whether it's circulation problems, whether people have corns and calluses that are, uh, can break down under pressure. The recommendation, what's the best shoe for you? The tremendous role of prescription orthotics to properly support or redistribute weight uh, in shoes to take pressure off uh, problematic areas. And, of course, you know, the gigantic role of, again, nutrition on the left and activity on the right in order to be able to do something about that uh, common uh, problem person, overweight, not active, uh, and, and many times spending an awful lot of time on their feet and uh, not knowing what to do um, to, uh, to take care uh, you know, you mentioned, what, 30-something million diabetics in the United How many do you think are pre-diabetics, Dr. Larry? <laughs> well, they say there's at least an equal number. Yeah, so, <laughs> it's a uh, third of the country. Yes, it, it, yes. It, it, it truly, truly is. And, and people yeah, have every diabetic. Here's my pearl for the day from the sports doctor, really. Every diabetic should include podiatry in their doctors. There he is. Even if you don't have trouble, you want to prevent trouble. So many times, again, the role of podiatry has always been really, really crucial. And the idea, again, that amputations, are we making progress, Dr. Larry, in, in making a difference in, in this, this uh, uh, epidemic of um, amputations? Well, it all depends on how you uh, want to define progress. Uh, right. 
we are not we are not giving patients the screenings that they should have. Primary care physicians, every diabetic should get a foot screening. They don't. Podiatrists, every diabetic You're should get. And, you know, Doctor Larry, I can't believe exam. we ran out of I can't believe we ran out of time with you. Give me quickly the website that people could check. Otherwise, they could check with me, right. and I will forward that information to you. But what's the developing website quickly? It, the developing website is www.leapalliance, just as it sounds, .org, L-E-A-P-A-L-L-I-N-C. And uh, thank you for the time. Yes, fantastic, Dr. Larry Rubin, one of the champions of podiatry. Thanks so much for joining me. Hold on, Larry. We'll be right back, everybody, to Sports Doctor. Hey, everybody. It's Dr. Bob Weil, a sports doctor. I'm excited to announce the release of my new book, co-written with Sharky Zartman, Hashtag Hey Sports Parents, an essential guide for any parent with a child in sports. You know, Sharky is a former Hall of Fame volleyball player. She's the mom of two daughters who became Division I volleyball players. Together, we have over 70 years of combined youth sports experience. The goal of the book, give you the essential tools and guidance to make your experience as a sports parent the best it could be. Hashtag Hey Sports Parents is divided into four sections. The first section, Sports Parenting 101. Sharky talks everything about uh, parenting, about coaching, that whole uh, interaction between parents and coaches, coaching your own kids. Uh, What are the things to really pay attention to? The second section is the Sports Doctors In, yours truly. Uh, My discussion of injury prevention and treatment, choosing the best shoes, Youth sports and drugs, essential exercises, the dilemma of youth football, orthotics. Third section, uh, experts speak out. We bring together eight different experts in nutrition and sports performance and mental training in all aspects of coaching in that section. The last section is the parents' perspective, some insights from about a half a dozen parents of athletes. So everyone, hey, get out your megaphone, spread the word. Now available on Amazon. Order now. You'll be more confident. So will your young athlete. Hashtag, hey, sports parents. Hey, everybody. Dr. Bob here. LER, Lower Extremity Review Magazine, is celebrating their 10th anniversary. It's been a decade of providing key uh, clinical and practical information about concerns, conditions, and treatment solutions for the lower extremity, both sports and non-sports alike. LER is the only multidisciplinary publication for doctors of all specialties, educators, therapists, and trainers. They inform practitioners on current developments in the diagnosis, treatment, and prevention of lower extremity injuries. LER prides itself on editorial integrity and evidence-based content. Their tagline, collaborative care for better outcomes, says it all. Hey, colleagues, go to lermagazine.com. Hey, everybody. MVP Parent Magazine is special. Evidence-based topics on all areas of youth sports. Rich Dubin, a sports dad himself, takes his three decades of publishing. He just celebrated the 12th anniversary of the acclaimed LER Lower Extremity Review magazine, one of sports doctors' key supporters, and he pours it into MVP Parent. Factual evidence-based info on such key topics like physical and mental training, nutrition, injury awareness, treatment, recovery, and prevention. I am proud to be a contributor to MVP Parent with the Sports Doctor is In article in each issue. Go to mvpparent.com, mvpparent.com. Hey, everybody, we're back live from Chicago. It's the Sports Doctor. I'm Dr. Bob Wild, sports podiatrist. I want to welcome Sergio Rojas, 
He's an executive functional health and life coach. He's a speaker. He's an educator. He was uh, past uh, executive director of the President's Council on Physical Fitness and Sports, 2009. Heck, I was involved with that organization when Arnold Schwarzenegger was running it. Sergio Rojas, welcome to the Sports Doctor. Uh, Thank you so much. Appreciate you having me on. Great to have you. Sergio, give us some background on yourself and your whole world. Yeah, well, you know, I, um, I've been in health and fitness professionally for about 25 years. And uh, while I was fit really young uh, in my early teens, I got out of shape in my late teens and then fell into, like, anger and depression in my late teens and early 20s. And uh, kind of falling by the wayside, getting involved in not good things, alcohol, drugs, and um, struggling, you know, because we grew up pretty poor and didn't have any money for college. So by the time I was about 23, 24, I was working two or three jobs, very, very part-time college. Um, I had maybe gotten 40 credits by the time I was 23, uh, so I was supposed to have graduated by then. But uh, I was doing artwork for musicians, and a guy in a band goes, hey, let's go. I'm going to go work out. I'm like, wow, I'd like to go work out. I haven't worked out in a couple of years. Let me go with you. And I did, and he's like, you should really get paid for this. You know what, uh, you know what you're doing. So I started thinking about that, and I didn't really fall into it, but what I decided to do was join a four-month fitness program to save up for a motorcycle because I thought that would help me get rid of my anger and depression. And by the end of the four months, I got my most, bought myself a motorcycle, and I thought, see, this is it. That's all I needed to make me happy. And as soon as that thought came into my head, the next thought was, no, it wasn't the motorcycle. It's your lifestyle. And I realized I hadn't been angry or depressed for a few months and made the connection between our physical and emotional health. And I was in Chicago riding on Lakeshore Drive, and I said, you know what? I, I see too many people that are not only unhealthy, but they're unhappy. And this is what I want to do with my life. And I got into the fitness world and realized that nutrition was a big part of it. So I got deep into nutrition and then into meditation. I've been to India, the Dalai Lama. Uh, and just kind of combine fitness, nutrition, and mindfulness and have gone through my career, you know, uh, owning my own gyms, working at the White House, uh, been on the Dr. Raz show, and uh, consulting for companies. So here I am. <laughs> yes, you know, our mutual friend, Nikki Anderson, you know, who was loves Lifetime Fitness, Reality Fitness years and years ago, who recommended you to, to join me on the Sports Doctor some old Kyrie, Bob Guida, one of my mentors and champions, I think had mentioned you sometime in the past. Uh, the melding together of mind and body, Sergio, the, I call it the mental game on the sports doctor uh, for decades where we're talking about the tremendous importance of attitude, the tremendous importance of the holistic side of things, uh, the spiritual side of things, mindfulness. You know, medicine didn't know how to spell the word mindfulness 20 years ago, let alone... <laughs> incorporated so whether you were a champion whether you were parents of a young athlete whether you were a coach these kinds of elements including nutrition were kind of left uh at the back door let alone again the spiritual uh side of things and i go wow that must have been some experience uh meeting the dalai lama and see see how some of his thoughts might mix in with the world of fitness and wellness i imagine Oh, absolutely. I mean, you, you know, my, my younger son, my son plays baseball, and it's a mental game as much as anything else, right? I mean, you can get into a slump, and what's going on in your head, how mindful you are in the moment, is really going to help you get out of that slump. Um, when you fall off the wagon, I mean, we, we know the statistics, right? 97% of people that lose weight or go on a diet gain all their weight back and more because the, the mental game isn't correct. The mindfulness isn't correct. It's we're looking at it externally. We're disconnected from what really is happening, and we're just trying to look for these results uh, without understanding 100% why and looking for the day-to-day process of reaching that lifestyle, healthy lifestyle, versus I'm just going to do what i got to do. If i got to skip meals, I'll skip meals. If i got to cheat on this, I'll cheat on this just to get the results, and that's not the right way to do it. Now, the fact that you're a functional health and life coach, is right up my alley when we come up with the uh, the role of the foot in sports and the importance of including strengthening and training the foot and ankle, working balance and stability, uh, which is so important, whether you're the best athlete in the world or their grandmother. 
you know, the tremendous challenge of, of even fall prevention uh, and the idea, again, of uh, uh, the fact of uh, alignment, biomechanics. You know, one of our biggest concerns, Sergio, especially in youth sports, is overkill, uh, overdoing it too much, too aggressive, uh, where we start seeing we have an epidemic of many times overuse injuries physically, again, as, as well as mentally, too much pressure, too much pressure to win on many of these kids. And sometimes it's too much pressure to stay on your um, exercise program or too much pressure to stay on your, your weight loss program. Uh, and these are the kinds of things I guess you mix in when you're dealing with um, some of your motivational speaking, things you're working with corporations and groups as well as teams. Uh, this is something you pay big attention to, this whole camaraderie of, uh, of avenues. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned so many great nuggets there, uh, Dr. Bob. So let's go back to each one of these, the, the foot, right? I don't know if you know my uh, friend and colleague, mentor, Gary Gray. Um, his workshops are, and seminars used to be called When the Foot Hits the Ground, Everything Changes. Yeah. And, um, you know, we have 20 bo- 22 bones that work in symphony in the foot, and if you're not training the foot properly, mobilizing the foot properly, uh, I was in Miami visiting some friends, and the guy's telling me how much he's got this back pain and going on, and he's trying to play golf and tennis. And I said, let me look at your feet. And he's like, what? And I just started playing with one of his feet because I could see how much more rigid it was. And I just started really massaging and mobilizing all the bones and joints in there. I said, okay, now take a walk. And all of his back pain was gone. He emailed me like a week later saying, I can't believe it's still gone. This is unbelievable. I said, you've got to keep doing that foot stuff. Because it really is. It's the chain reaction biomechanics. When, you know, ground yeah, force well, reaction, that foot hits the ground, everything goes up. Yes, it's, it's the old song that I've been singing to people for four decades, give or take a few weeks, you know, which is the foot bones connected <laughs> to the ankle bones, connected to the leg bones. And now I see young adolescents that are the first group of people I would see who don't who say, they look at me like I'm nuts. They don't, they're not familiar with the song. <laughs> you know, when we're talking yep. about, uh, you know, that, 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 Half the girls I see, whether they're doing double and triple jumps and figure skating, whether they're running and jumping and playing tennis, half the girls I see are knee trouble. And I'm a foot yeah. specialist. So this is a great example sometimes of these uh, relationships. Um, what's the best website, Sergio, people can go to to find out about you and your programs? So um, in regards to like the, what I do corporate-wise and, and executive coaching, um, it's SergioRojasConnect.com. And then for my health and fitness coaching, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, all of those at Vitality by Sergio. So the handle is Vitality by Sergio on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And, um, yeah, you know, I, I love what you're saying because the knee and the back are the, what we call the dumbest joints in the body. They don't cause any problems. They're the victims. You've got to look at the feet and the hip and then the, you know, yes. the thoracic One of Bob Guide's famous tests that I've incorporated over the years, the one-foot balance test, whatever the athlete, whatever the sport, whatever their age, I want to see how well they balance on one foot, whether they could even do any kind of a partial squat, how stable dash or unstable might they, they be. Uh, and many times we see all sorts of weaknesses in those uh, various areas. And in my, in my book, Sergio, hashtag a sports parents, I talk about two exercises, uh, philosophies that I want included, regardless of your level of the sport. And one is strength in the feet and ankles. The other is uh, uh, working balance, uh, you know, the importance of, of working balance. So you were the strength and conditioning coach with the, uh, with the Sky in the um, uh, WNBA, weren't you? Yes, I was, just for the inaugural yeah. year. I was going to say, you know, the, uh, the pressure, again, to play, to push through discomfort, all of these things, uh, you ha- I bet you, ha- you definitely had to be a part-time sports psychologist, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I right? Even as a, as a personal trainer, you're, you're, you're a therapist to your clients. Um, and as a strength and conditioning coach, you're a sports psychologist to the athletes because um, – it is. It's a mental and physical game combined. Everything and holistically. I always look at the person as a whole, not just one aspect of it. But when you add um, the spiritual, you know, we're not talking religion and organized religion. And of course, you know, it wasn't that many years ago where people would say, "What are you, are you getting into voodoo with me here?" You know, uh, <laughs> the late great sports psychologist Jim Vickery, a colleague of mine for years, he shared the radio world with me in the early '90s. 
He didn't even use the word psychology because people were scared of it. He was a performance enhancement consultant. And, of course, now psychology is as well. But the addition of the spiritual side of things into the someone's plan, uh, uh, even for a team as, as highly uh, as professional athletes, that's really accepted today. I think we've come a long way, baby, in that combination, Sergio, wouldn't you say? And look what Phil Jackson did for the Bulls, right? I mean, that triangle yeah, bingo. offense was all done through mindfulness and meditation, to be in the moment, to not have to think about it, to just have this intuitive sense um, to what the next, what the athlete, what the other player is going to be doing. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's been around. And then the Bears brought in yoga. You know, they were the first professional football team, to, NFL team, to bring in yoga. So it's, it's coming. It's, it's I been had coming for a everyone, while. And I'm, and I'm I had half of them. I had half of them in orthotics. <laughs> with the, I don't want to date myself, you know what I mean? But the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl Bears, because uh, Bob Guy had trained all of them and rehabbed all of them in one, one regard or another. And, and the idea, but we tell people all the time, if your low back or postural problem is chronic, persistent, ongoing, you want to pay attention to the role of the foot. Uh, that doesn't mean if somebody's lifting a, a barbell and they say, oh, I hurt my back. We're not going to say we think it's foot-related. But if they call me on the phone and say, you know, we've had back problems forever. Do you think it's foot-related? Then I'm betting them a dollar that it, that it absolutely is. Uh, and we're going to be back. We're talking with Sergio Rojas uh, and, and his uh, take on health and wellness, life coach. He's a speaker. He's an educator. Everybody listening to the Sports Doctor, we'll be right back. Hey, it's Dr. Bob. School Uniforms by Tommy Hilfiger is setting a new standard within the school uniform market. More schools are understanding the value that uniforms provide, school pride and identification being one of them. Another is a well-recognized reduction of student pressure to keep up with classmates in the real world of what to wear each day to school. School Uniforms by Tommy Hilfiger provides amazing quality and value to its partner schools and families. It is truly the first brand in this market that students are excited about wearing. Go to the website, globalschoolwear.com. Globalschoolwear.com. UK Health Radio. The station that makes you feel good. It used to be hard to find the world's most wonderful alcohol-free drinks. Not anymore. Whether it's a health thing, a lifestyle thing, or you're trying new things. Make sure you save yourself from the guessing game of the supermarket shelves and shop with zerozilchzip.co.uk for the world's most carefully curated range of alcohol-free beers, wines, spirits, and more. Health Radio listeners can save 5% with the code HEALTH5. Visit zerozilchzip.co.uk or click our banner on the UK Health Radio website. Discover alcohol freedom with Zero Zilch Zip. Because nothing's better. UK Health Radio, the station that makes you feel good. Hey, everybody, we are back live from Chicago. It's the Sports Doctor. I'm Dr. Bob Wild, sports podiatrist. Uh, we're talking health and fitness and performance uh, with Sergio Rojas, uh, who is an executive functional health and life coach. He's a speaker. He's an educator. You know, what's amazing, Sergio, is, again, whether you're dealing with superstars like you have or professional athletes or high achievers in business, uh, and in, in, in uh, groups, teams, and or organizations. I mean, you're talking the same thing many times, aren't you? Yeah, you know, I've worked with um, pro athletes. I've worked with executives that own their own companies. I've worked with, um, you know, most recently I did a big project with uh, over 700 truck drivers. Uh, there's slightly different language, slightly different angles you come at it, but it's really the same information. You know, when you talk about nutrition, we're talking about mastering your insulin. 
when you're talking about functional movement and, and performance, you're looking at uh, what you just said, mastering the foot strength and flexibility, mobility, stability, you know, you and balance. Yeah, you got to be, um, you're going to drive a truck uh, five, six days a week. You better be an athlete or you, <laughs> you better be paying attention at least, you know, first responders and individuals with a lot of things they do. They, you know, jumping off and down off a platform of a truck a hundred times a week, you know, uh, trying to uh, stay out of trouble. And again, getting into the nutritional uh, side of things. Uh, again, where you, you have one of your clients they're trying desperately to stay on their exercise program, then again, so much uh, time you're talking again about, you know, the, the mental game, the mental side of it. You know, yet, Sergio, I've been talking about childhood obesity for 30 years, give it take a few weeks, and the world of obesity. We are still treading water in these areas. It's amazing with all the education with all the new awareness, uh, it, it, what's your perspective on how much um, uh, progress we're making in your world? Right, we're still going in the wrong direction, Bob. I mean, we look at the statistics Amazing. and more information, and we're, and we're worse. I mean, we are more obese than we were 10 years ago. We're, we have a much larger population that's overweight than it was 10 years ago. Um, and I think it's because we are looking at it from the wrong perspective. We're looking at the results and we're not looking for mindfulness and micro habits. When I started coaching these 700 truck drivers, I didn't ask them to go work out for 30 or 45 minutes. That's a chore. What I said is try exercising for four minutes, two to three times a day and pay attention and notice how you feel when you do it. And those four minutes, Anybody can do four minutes in the morning before you start yeah. your day. It's hard to, be, it's hard to be pissed off when you're exercising. You know, it's hard to be aggravated when you're exercising and starting slow like that. That's a great idea. Yeah, and, and all of a sudden you start to notice, I feel better, so the four minutes becomes six minutes, becomes eight minutes, just because you want to. So it's an internal, mindful, spiritual experience versus an external chore that i got to do to lose weight because my doctor's threatening me to put me on medication. Um, you know, when, when I think about ex, uh, even nutrition, we're looking at this diet, this, this dietitian gives me or, or nutritionist gives me this diet i got to follow to lose weight. Everybody has different microbiome. We all have different genetics. Not it's all the world's worst word. It's, 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 it's one of the world's worst words is the word diet. Uh, yeah. And it's amazing, Sergio, because, again, I talk about it all the time. I call it the new medicine, quote, unquote. And the new medicine is, number one, eat smarter. And number two, keep moving. Come yeah. up with something that you enjoy doing that allows you to be active. 20 years ago, I tried to get the school systems, because they have all our kids, to include walking as one of the important part of their curriculum where we could really, really start to make a difference. Like you said, you know, losing uh, momentum where obesity is getting worse and worse. Obesity is in the middle of every medical problem we have from high yeah. blood pressure to all sorts of heart problems. Uh, but we got to keep on keeping on because we, we can't afford to deal with, like my first guest, he's talking about 40 million diabetics and as yeah, many pre-diabetics. We can't afford to take care of all of these kids and adults when it comes to the, uh, uh, the health and wellness. Do you find the medical community, Sergio, uh, much more cooperative, like with what you're tuning in with, than years ago? You know, that's a really, really, really big ship. And, um, and I love and respect so many doctors and, and the work that they put in. But you do find that still so many doctors have such a, a higher ego based on the, the amount of money they spent on their education and time that they sacrificed that they're not as open. They don't look at the research the same. And Fortunately, there are enough medical doctors that are starting to turn that ship, but they don't listen to me. I don't have an now MD. Business. They're to, they're, now, they're business. They're starting to listen right? to the other doctors. The world but, of, you know, of I wrote a corporation. Book on, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I wrote a book sorry. on mastering your insulin naturally through these micro habits, these small six steps. And I have a few doctors that read it and are starting to share it with their patients and are blown away by it. Just the fact that, like, wow, these little simple things are making a huge difference. I have a friend, a client of mine that went to the Mayo Clinic and nothing the doctors did, nothing he could do could change his biomarkers. And I just had him follow these six simple steps 
And well, in four months, the doctor what, goes, you know what? Hey, you know, what's the magic? Give us, give us quickly those six steps, Sergio. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first thing you do is to really eat mindfully and, eat, and slow down in your eating. When you eat unconsciously, you create more bloating. You eat for more than you need to. Um, and you're Eat eating by consciously. reaction. Great term. Mindful. What's the next one? Yeah, it's getting your gut healthy. So what do you what do you do to kind of make sure your microbiome is healthy? So I give little steps in doing that. The third is managing your macros, um, which I talk more about quality of macro versus quantity first. If you don't have your quality right, the, the quantity doesn't matter. Uh, step four is fasting and learning different types of fasting that help regulate insulin and normalize insulin. The fifth is moving, and I just talked about moving four minutes three times a day, starting there. And then the sixth is sleep. If you can get good quality sleep and practice sleep hygiene, all those six steps will really help regulate and master your insulin level, uh, which changes all your biomarkers, blood pressure, cholesterol. Well, that's that right. You're mentioning something that's such a big deal which, again, is monitoring and regulating your insulin from A to Z, the whole ability, again, of uh, whether it's gaining weight, no energy, not sleeping well, and the relationship many times of these biomarkers and some of these things that you're talking about, uh, I, I think, you know, make, make such a difference. Um, uh, how, you know, again, the younger the better, what kind of age groups do you pay attention to and in all your different programs, Sergio, besides business, I can't believe I no, asked I, you that big I've, question. I've done a lot a of work in schools. I used to be on the, you know, when you talk about having a walking program at schools, I used to be on the board of Chicago Run, and Alicia Gonzalez, a dear yes. friend of mine. She Sergio, I, I knew we'd run out of time. Give me quickly okay. the websites people could find out about your programs, please. Um, so if you want to look at, like, the book and, and the, the health programs there, it's called My foreverfatloss.com. Again, myforeverfatloss.com. Uh, you can reach me through sergiorojasconnect.com. And then all my Instagram, Facebook, and stuff is vitalitybysergio.com. Fantastic. Sergio Rojas. Again, that whole world of uh, life and fitness. Thanks so much. Sergio, hold on. We'll be right back, everybody. Sports talk. All right. Thank you. Hey, everybody. MVP Parent Magazine is special. Evidence-based topics on all areas of youth sports. Rich Dubin, a sports dad himself, takes his three decades of publishing. He just celebrated the 12th anniversary of the acclaimed LER Lower Extremity Review Magazine, one of sports doctors' key supporters, and he pours it into MVP Parent. Factual evidence-based info on such key topics like physical and mental training, nutrition, injury awareness, treatment, recovery, and prevention, I am proud to be a contributor to MVP Parent with the Sports Doctor is In article in each issue. Go to MVPParent.com, MVPParent.com. UK Health Radio, the station that makes you feel good. It used to be hard to find the world's most wonderful alcohol-free drinks. Not anymore. Whether it's a health thing, a lifestyle thing, or you're trying new things. Make sure you save yourself from the guessing game of the supermarket shelves and shop with zerozilchzip.co.uk for the world's most carefully curated range of alcohol-free beers, wines, spirits, and more. Health Radio listeners can save 5% with the code HEALTH5. Visit zerozilchzip.co.uk or click our banner on the UK Health Radio website. Discover alcohol freedom with zero zilch zip. Because nothing's better. UK Health Radio. The station that makes you feel good. Everybody, we are back. It's the Sports Doctor live from Chicago. It's the Sports Doctor's In segment. Everybody, go to my website, sportsdoctorradio.com. If you go over to radio shows, you can go back years. 
and see what the topics were, who the guests were, listen to whatever you would like. If you zip over to newspaper articles and magazines, you can read an array of articles on so many different topics. Uh, a lot of great stuff going on with MVP Parent Magazine, Low Extremity Review Magazine. Check us out. Thousands of followers. Great information on Twitter at Sports Doc, DOC Radio, Sports Doctor Radio on LinkedIn. Um, we have some updates on upcoming shows. Great guests next week. CEO of HitCheck, the app that helps um, determine problems, concussion-related on the sidelines or some sporting event with CEO Mike Pia. He's returning. And then holistic preventive medicine. We're going to talk with Dr. Tom Hemingway. Following week, personal trainer, author, speaker, uh, member of the National Fitness Hall of Fame, Tracy Merkley will be joining me. And then Joe Chura, uh, who is the chairman of the Naperville Police Foundation. Uh, talk about the health and wellness side, the community relations with police, uh, great foundation. Um, what is our Bob Guida wisdom this week? You know, Bob Guida helped develop a smarter, more efficient way of warming up. He called it DROM, D-R-O-M. Dynamic range of motion, replacing overstretching with contraction of muscles. Imagine that you are lifting your leg in front of you, using the quad muscle to lift it, and that's how you're relaxing its opposite, which would be the hamstrings. Bob would talk about what he called reciprocal inhibition. When you flex a muscle, you relax its opposite. Flex your bicep. When you do that, you're relaxing your triceps. So come up with a group of exercises to help warm up the lower extremity, the feet, ankles, knees, hips, low back, through various exercises using uh, the positive muscle action. You can check that out. Google it. We'll follow up uh, with uh, some of our colleagues and mentors who have practiced dynamic range of motion for a more efficient warming up, getting ready to play. So we have some email. Steve asked, he said, you know, I'm a 40 year old runner and dealing with Morton's neuroma, is it always a surgical problem? You know, Steve, we used to think it was years ago. Uh, now uh, there are many conservative areas that can help rid us of the symptoms. Neuroma is a thickening overgrowth of nerves, usually between the third and fourth toes of the forefoot. It could be in other spaces, but that's the common area where the nerve will get thickened. Symptoms could be shooting pain to the toes, tingling to the toes, numbness, cramping in the area. People might say, you know, I, I feel like my sock is bunched up. Uh, and, and surgical procedures were done very, very successfully to remove that overgrown nerve. Sometimes today we'll see that proper orthotics to redistribute weight away from that area, properly balance the forefoot, can be very, very successful. Other times we'll see some cortisone or other um, uh, uh, natural substance injections can be very successful. Point is, get another opinion. Surgery is not the first option with neuroma, we have great success with orthotics uh, and, and even injection therapy. Pat says, my 13-year-old son is a very active figure skater. He's already doing double jumps. He's dealing with these pump bumps. What are they? Uh, pump bumps are a um, uh, overdevelopment uh, of the back of the heel where the Achilles tendon attaches to the back of the heel. Uh, your son's still growing. There's a growth center on the back of the heel that can be susceptible to stress. And skating, where we're in a boot, many times will put excessive pressure rubbing on the back of the heel. Now, there is a medical condition called Haglund's. Haglund's is an actual thickening of the back of the heel bone. Uh, that's much less common than the soft tissue thickening because of the constant pressure, almost a callousing buildup 
The good news, Pat, is we've had great success with number one, making sure the bootmaker punches out the back of the boot, and number two, include custom orthotics to control that excessive motion. And in most instances, the vast majority of instances, we will prevent problems. And the exciting part, the same orthotics to reduce the problem will make him a better skater. This is one of my specialties over four decades. Again, my poster boy, the 2010 Olympic gold medalist, Evan Lysacek. He was 10 years old when I put orthotics in his skates. He grew up with orthotics in his skates. Um, I have a whole group of new 10-year-olds. So very successfully, that optimum positioning, uh, putting the foot-ankle joints in their best position, is very uh, uh, enhancing in balance, stability, uh, speed, when we're talking about the same thing to calm down those areas. Sometimes, again, we'll pad the back of that heel with a horseshoe, maybe eighth-inch pad, but get those boots pumped out. Uh, you know, our uh, issue, MVP Parent Magazine, MVPParent.com. It's a great magazine. comes out quarterly uh, for sports parents and coaches. Uh, I have an article called The Sports Doctor's In, just like my <laughs> segment on the radio station. My article this time was called Youth Sports and Drugs. This is a big problem with adolescents, young teenagers who are taking over-the-counter painkillers constantly because they're overdoing it in a particular sport. And I tell parents all the time, if your youngster is, is, is depending on painkillers to stay in the game, you are over the line. So this is a great article, mvpparent.com. Go to the site. You'll be able to read a lot of great articles, including mine. Thanks, everybody. It's the Sports Doctor. See you next week.